This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. Hi, I'm Bianca Del Rio and you're on Joy listening to Tom and Warren. RuPaul's Drag Race champion Bianca Del Rio is returning to Australia in February with her brand new comedy show, It's Just a Joke. The self-proclaimed clown in a gown joins us now to tell it like it is. Good morning, Bianca. Welcome to Joy. Good morning to you too as well. You won RuPaul's Drag Race Season 6 and you never lip-synced once. What's the secret to your perfect drag race run? Having sex with RuPaul actually <laughs> paid off. That was the best thing. No, um, no, it's so insane because it's been quite a few years for now. It's been five years. So it's been a long haul, but I don't even remember the situation. It's all kind of a blur. But um, it happens pretty quickly. You film it, and then it goes out into the world. And, you know, up until the actual live ending, we never know who's going to win. So up until that moment, I had no idea what was going to happen. But after being exposed to the world... I felt that all of us kind of won. You know, all of us had this great experience, and really anybody that gets on the show really gets a golden ticket out into oh. the world, for drag queens in particular. Definitely, and, and I'm going to say the three of you guys were probably the strongest. I mean, that was just... Oh, well, come on. I mean, they're both brilliant. Uh, actually, Courtney Act and Adore Delano are, are brilliantly talented people, and, and I was very lucky to be in their company. You know, that, that's pretty amazing. And really, any of, us, any of us really could have won the title, and none of us would have been upset. No way, you had it from the start. But look, you've had three sell-out Australian tours. What do you love about bringing your show down under? Is it is it all the hot Aussie men, I hope? Oh, completely. Well, I was com- in the beginning, I was kind of turned off by Aussie men because the only one I knew was Courtney Act. So I then, I had then, you know, in the past few years, I've been fortunate enough to travel with every show that I've done, every tour that I've done. I think this is my third or fourth uh, I've brought to Australia. So it's been amazing to get to travel. And each time I go, I find a new drink and a new kangaroo to hook up with. So it's been... It's been lovely, and you people know how to party, and, and I'm excited that I'm actually going to be there during your Mardi Gras this time, which is, oh, which fantastic. is fabulous for me. It, it is a fantastic time. You're going to love it. So what can we expect different from this show than the last three we've seen? Oh, my God. Well, the great thing about the great thing when you're doing a show, and, and for instance, the last show that I was doing, Blame It on Bianca, I traveled with. I started in Australia, actually, and I'd been traveling with it for a year and a half, and while that show is going on, you start creating new material uh, that you can't use in the previous show because that show is kind of set. So for, I've had for a year and a half a lot of rancid thoughts, hateful moments, and, of course, rotted humor, which has kind of developed into the new show. <laughs> I'm anxious to get to, to get to do it. I mean, it's, it's very Bianca on that level, but the title being It's Just a Joke. I mean, politically in America, we're living in this climate where you can't say anything without someone being offended. But this is the opportunity for everyone to be offended. <laughs> we're no different here as well. Not. <laughs> we're no well, different here as well. We, I've had to apologise on air multiple times for offending people. Really? Yeah, look, most people don't get our sense of humour, do they? <laughs> it's called well, just a joke, what people. Find, well, what I find interesting is that, first of all, I'm the biggest joke there is. I mean, I'm a man in a wig. It's like, I'm not curing cancer. And, and you know, I live in America where anything is possible. I mean, if America wanted to elect a second-rate reality star who claimed bankruptcy and has horrible hair and makeup, <laughs> they could have hired me as president. You know what I mean? I could have been the president of the United States, not Donald Trump. At least, so you, know how to, at least you know how to do your makeup correctly. Someone needs to fix that orange hand. <laughs> oh my god, the reverse raccoon is what gets me. I don't understand. <laughs> Bianca, your shows are always interactive. How do you pick your moments to interact with the crowd? 
Well, we usually do a segment at the end of the show, which I like to do question and answer, because as we were saying before, we live in a world where everybody's offended. But it's shocking the questions people ask. And through social media, a lot of people are these phantom individuals who just write hateful things or write hateful statements online, whereas in a live show, they can write whatever they want, but then I get to confront them <laughs> in front of the audience, which always makes it entertaining. So you get to find out who the creepy, crazy people are, and you get to answer. So I, I open it up. I don't look at the questions in advance. I, I let my assistant do it, uh, and he kind of scours through and find what's best, and then I just unleash the demons. <laughs> but usually that's, you know, after an hour and a half of, of, of a regular show, so by that point, everybody's kind of warmed up to me, and, and nothing is too scary. They know what they're going to get. Look, how do you normally well, handle the hecklers? Are you, can you handle them? Well, there's, there's very few. Um, there's very few at this point. I mean, a majority of people are scared of me. Yeah. And, and I'm very fortunate with getting to travel with the show. I think that when people you know, actually buy a ticket to come see you, they know what they're getting into, so therefore they don't necessarily react. On occasion, I've had a couple people when I was in Florida, of all places, where uh, I was discussing something political, <laughs> and it was quite interesting to hear their reaction. But, you know, it's Florida, where teeth are optional, so I, I can't get too upset. Bianca, you've starred in two films, Hurricane Bianca and Hurricane Bianca 2, From Russia with Love. While they're comedies, they touch on some serious issues, and the first film is based on the fact that it's still legal in 29 states in the U.S. to be fired for being gay. Has winning Drag Race given you an opportunity to fight against injustices like this? Well, I think making things relevant is, is quite amazing. And I've, I've often said, I, you know, I'm no Norma Ray of the drag world, and by no means <laughs> am I want to be a political person. But there are serious things that, that should be addressed, and I like to do things in a comedic way. I don't want to be too preachy, um, and I don't want to be idolized, because, I mean, you're going to get disappointed somewhere. <laughs> but I think it's important to bring up topics, and that was something that was quite interesting to me, is that in America you could be fired just for your sexual orientation from your job, which has nothing to do with anything. Mm. So I thought it was an important uh, topic, and my friend Matt Kugelman wrote a brilliant script, and we were able to do a second part, which was great. Um, but yeah, I think it's important to, to bring things to people's attention, especially, like I said, in a comedic way where it's not too preachy and beating people over the head. It's like, hello, this is a serious problem here. Um, and I think it's important to address those things. Bianca, will your Rolodex of hate from the previous show make a reappearance? <laughs> oh, my God, I live with that Rolodex. I can't get rid of it. My favorite thing is when I say that to people, and a lot of the young kids go, what's a Rolodex? What's so a Rolodex? I think you have to be of a certain age, because now everyone just Googles everything. Uh, but, yeah, that, that constantly lives with me, and that's what gets me in trouble a lot of the time. Well, Bianca, are you up for a quick fire round? Sure. Is this just, sure. Why not? Okay, well, let's just throw something at you. Stormy Daniels. Oh, my God. Sorry. Well, you know, you got to love a bitch who can suck that dick. Can <laughs> we say that on this? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, let's... Can you say that? Or do we have to Sweetheart, that? You're, I'm not sure. You're on a gay radio station. We talk about dick <laughs> oh, a lot. Okay, We're just... Good, good, good. Yeah. <laughs> well, calling it a dick would be a compliment, because I heard it's like a little shiitake mushroom, which is really pretty sad. But you know what? She deserved every penny she got from that. <laughs> and I mean, more. Can you imagine... Can you imagine waking up next to that? There's no. nothing worse. What about Michelle Visage? Oh, I love Michelle. She's doing fabulous right now. She's she's on uh, in the West End doing uh, there's something about Jamie, which is quite fabulous. I adore her, <laughs> and I got to say, her talent is actually the only thing that's bigger than her tits. You know, that's, that's a good thing. Okay, the royal family. 
Oh, let me tell you, I'm a huge fan of Queen Elizabeth, and one of the reasons why is because she's completely useless, which is a lot like me, <laughs> and she wears the same dress in every color. I can relate to that. Not to mention, I'm a bitter old queen that everybody wants my money, so I can totally relate to her completely. Now, the rest of them, I could give two shits about, <laughs> but I do love her. I do love her. What about the other queen, Cher? Oh, my God, she's the best. And if she's, you know, and if you don't think Cher's the best, she'll tell you she's the best. Uh, that Mamma Mia thing kills me. That album is quite disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like her yodeling into a fan, but she's fucking chair. Do whatever you want. I mean, who's going to argue with chair? We just saw her last week here in Melbourne. What a concert! She she she's great. She took she's Australia by storm. Look, we cannot. Yeah, when you think about it, seventy two, seventy three years old, still out there. You better do it, bitch. Make that money. It's another farewell, farewell, farewell tour. Twenty years later, I'm still farewelling. You better do it. Yeah, bloody oath. Look, we can't wait to see you in February with your new show. Tickets for the second and final performance of Bianca Del Rio in. It's just a joke. Sunday, February the 24th at the Comedy Theatre on sale through Ticketmaster. Bianca, thank you for joining us this morning on Joy. Thank you. Bian- and I can't wait to see you at the show. Thank you so much. Wake up with Tom and Warren. Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy Podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.